You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning, Dallas Cowboys fans. This is Tony Catalina of bloggingtheboys.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tony underscore Catalina. And I'm proud to present to you your daily Cowboys roundup from Monday, November 29th, 2021. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving and you didn't let the Cowboys ruin your appetite or, you know, ruin the day that you had with your friends or your family. Uh, It was a a tough day. Uh, You know, I don't have to rehash it. Luckily, we can kind of move on. Cowboys are already in mid preparation for the New Orleans Saints who they will play on Thursday night so you know just to touch on a little bit um, we're in a tough spot right now seven and four looks a lot different than eight and three and to lose you know three out of the last four football games uh, this team is uh, kind of going through it right now so it's uh it's a interesting time to be a Cowboys fan I mean when I was sitting there at six and one when we're all sitting there at six and one I don't think I saw that this was a possibility but um, I guess everything is a possibility. But at the same time, um, doesn't feel good to be sitting here in uh, you know, seven and four. Doesn't feel too good, but you know, there is a chance for the Cowboys to get right and kind of you know, you know, get the ship back on course here. And that will start with the New Orleans Saints on Thursday night. And you know, they're dealing with their own injuries and they got their own issues. But going into New Orleans on a primetime game is always a tough game. So the Cowboys are gonna have to uh. Bring their A game, be ready to play, and kind of, you know, find a way to to right this ship, like I said. So, you know, there's been a lot of news because, like I said, the Cowboys are fully entrenched. This is like, you know, a Wednesday practice for them as they get ready for Thursday. So, you know, as they kind of go into the week, we're in the early week preparations. You know, Sunday, Monday is, you know, different this week than it would be otherwise in a different week. Um, You know, so let's get right into it. Cowboys starting right tackle Terrence Dale was placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. Um, you know, so that's, you know, it continues the trend here. And he isn't the only one that actually got added on. Uh, it's just noteworthy because it seems that he has stepped into the right tackle, starting right tackle role for the Cowboys. And uh, he won't be available Thursday. So it looks like it will be Tyron Smith on the left side and Lowell Collins on the right side. So um, you ask me personally, I think that, you know, Lyle Collins was the better player to begin with, but, you know, this hurts the depth, and um, they forced the decision for the Cowboys anyway due to the ongoing pandemic. In addition to Terrence Steele, Coach Joe Philbin, Jeff Blasco, and Scott Tolzien are also in the COVID protocols as well, and they will not be available for the game. So, you know, total in the last week has been six breakthrough COVID-19 cases for the coaching staff. Like I just mentioned, online coach Joe Philbin, online assistant coach Jeff Blasco, um, offensive assistant Scott Tolzien, and strength and conditioning coach Harold Nash Jr., Cedric Smith, and Kendall Smith. So, you know, the Cowboys early on in the season looked like they had a little bit of COVID issues going on, and it looks like it's coming back to it. And that's always kind of something you're a little nervous with. Uh, You know, the holiday 
you know, holidays are here. People are spending time with the family. They might be out um, doing some more things in the public that they wouldn't typically been. So it's the world we live in right now where you got to be a little bit more cautious and there's certain things that you might have to take a little safety measures. And it's definitely going to play a factor for these teams that go into the playoffs because the absolute last thing you want to do is have a key player, a key member of the organization miss a playoff game due to COVID, right? I mean, one thing is an injury. Another thing is, you know, just for whatever the case may be, you just would hate to see a playoff game or any type of big moment decided by this pandemic. So, but again, it's the world we live in and we're kind of just got to prepare and just like any injury or any situation is next man up, next man up. And that's kind of how the Cowboys are going to deploy it. So it sounds like the Cowboys will go with a committee approach coaching the offensive line because, you know, like it looks like they've had a couple coaches, you know, Philbin, Blasco, um, who will not be playing. Uh, Coach McCarthy mentioned that tight end coach Lunda Wells, who has an offensive line background, so he's not completely unfamiliar with coaching the offensive line, but it looks like he'll be um, kind of running the show in their absence Absence with Ben McAdoo and the quality control coach, Chase Haslett, helping as well. So um, there is some there's wealth of knowledge and there is some experience there that are going to help. And that is an offensive line that is, is full of veterans too. Um, outside of... You know, Connor McGovern and the center, Tyler Biotish, Zach Martin, Low Collins, Tyron Smith, guys who have played in this league, guys who understand what is expected. And, you know, it's always good to have the coaches for the adjustments and things of that nature. But I think these are guys that can overcome these type of circumstances because they understand what they're looking to do. Um, I'm sure that there'll be Zoom calls and things of that nature where they'll get to meet virtually. So they won't be totally in the woods when it comes. They just won't be able to meet in person and won't be able to have those in-game adjustments that they're typical, typically used to seeing. So there are some things that are going to be adjustments and changes, but I think that the Cowboys can overcome this. I think they would... You know, they don't want anybody to have this, but, like, you know, you kind of just got to be careful about who gets it and when, and you know, when this thing happens. So, um, it's just, like I said, another adjustment the Cowboys are going to have to fight through. Speaking of COVID, but in a positive sense, it looks like the Cowboys will know more later today, Monday, about the status of Amari Cooper. You know, it's going to be based on his conditioning because he has missed 10 days. Um, they are, you know, evaluating him, and it looks like they're going to elevate him from the COVID-19 um, list and put him back on the active roster, but his return to facility today on Monday is, you know, something they're going to monitor just for the conditioning purposes, and hopefully he'll be ready to go by Thursday. Um, you know, Amari Cooper is one of those guys that, you know, he's a gamer, he works hard, so I think, you know, if it was able, a way to keep him in shape or things to do, I'm sure he's taking those proper precautions, so they're going to monitor and see what it looks like leading up to game time. Pivoting away from COVID, I know we kind of want to get away from that, but, you know, it's it's a pertinent topic lately for this team and, you know, the world as a whole. But to kind of step away from that, Ezekiel Elliott spoke to the media and indicated that his plan is still to play through his right knee injury. Um, you know, there's been some talk of, you know, you know, sitting Ezekiel Elliott for his own good and kind of see if uh, they can't get in front of that and see if they can help his injury a little bit by, you know, keeping him off it. But he did mention he has not uh, been spoken to about sitting down. Nobody's approached him about sitting in the Saints game. And he said that's something he's been dealing with for, you know, a bruise for the last two months that happened in the Panthers game. So um, for him, he's just a tough guy. He's a gritty running back. He's, you know... He's the, the embodiment and the, you know, of what you want in this team. Somebody is going to put it all on the line. 
you know, I don't. It's hard to think that anybody on this team or in this league really is a hundred percent at this point in time. So uh, it's just kind of one of those go, one of those things. And I think Ezekiel Elliott is not an excuses kind of guy. So he's gonna go out there. It looks like he's gonna play unless they shut him down. And whatever they do, they're gonna think about you know his best interest and this team's best interest at heart. So you know. For the most part, it's tough to question the decisions they've made sometimes this year because they have been on the money with some of these player personnel decisions. So whatever they decide to do, you know, they're going to act with the best interest of the team here. So, you know, pivot into a little bit of conversation. Cowboys rookie Micah Parsons um, was discussing about getting Demarcus Lawrence back and just what that kind of impact that's going to have on the team, saying, quote, he's back. He participated. We're all very, very happy to have him back. I can tell he's real hungry. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence is the heart and soul of this team. Um, I know Dak Prescott is, you know, looked at as that way as well. But on the other side, Demarcus Lawrence demands respect. Demarcus Lawrence gets respect. The team listens to him. He is a type of player that uh, you rally around, you want to go to war with. And getting him back is, you know, a massively big thing for the Cowboys. And, you know, everything he does... Um, beyond just the stats, you know, and the run game and how he leads and how he plays the football, you know, plays the game at 100 miles per hour is just another one of those guys. And the Cowboys are definitely better off with him in the game. So, you know, Demarcus Lawrence coming back, Michael Parsons is excited about it, and I'm fairly certain he isn't the only one that feels that way. So um, I'm excited to get him back. I haven't seen him in a while. I think none of us have seen him in a while, and I know he's going to be able to help us in a big way. Let's take a real look at our weekly uh, look around the division here. The New York Giants have helped out the Cowboys for a change with the victory over the Philadelphia Eagles 13-7. to You know, that's a game that, you know, the Eagles were failing themselves a little bit. And, you know, a lot of fans and, you know, pundits that would speak about the NFC East or in the NFL in general thought the Eagles may be pushing the Cowboys, especially with their late slump as of late for the NFC East. Um, the cow, uh, you know, the Cowboys have been slumping, and the Eagles have been winning some games lately. So I can understand the conversation, but I think there is a clear divide between the two teams. And even you know, even though the Eagles are the Cowboys' biggest threat in the division, I don't know if they're really on the same pedestal here, the same wavelength. The Cowboys are, you know, obviously a class above. But uh, I just want to shout out something our colleague and fellow, you know, roundtable and roundup co-host Danny Phantom put up today on Twitter saying for the Eagles to win the NFC East over the Cowboys they'd have to finish ahead of them in the standings because they shot themselves in the foot with the tiebreaker situation on Sunday and for that to happen they need the Cowboys to finish two and four while themselves having to win out from here on out I mean that's the bottom line right I mean with every week goes the Eagles not taking advantage it just makes it that much harder and at this point the Cowboys would need to go two and four the way the rest of the way out and the Eagles have to win the rest of their football games for this division to even be really a competition or the Eagles to have a chance so if the Cowboys just go 500 the rest of the way and the Eagles don't win out this isn't a division race so you know I think we got a little ahead of ourselves thinking that the Eagles are some of the competition for us but I digress you know just to lastly to kind of pick up on the division here it looks like the Washington football team and the Seattle Seahawks will go at it on Monday night so that will be interesting to see um, you know for me I'm still rooting against our division hard um, Seahawks have kind of been a shell of themselves or how we know they can and can play and are playing but uh We'll see what happens with Washington. They're getting Logan Thomas back. They're tight end off injured reserve. Looks like they're getting a little healthier. So we'll just see what happens. 
you know, and as always, we here at Blog on the Boys will have you covered on everything Dallas Cowboys related. So please do not forget to check out all of our podcasts. You know we drop them daily. And, uh, you know, it will be much, much appreciated if you guys can write reviews, you know, leave a comment, follow, all that stuff. You know how it goes. We appreciate that. You guys were nothing without you. So I just wanted to say that is all for today, Monday, November 29th. Again, my name is Tony Catalina, and you can find me on Tony on Twitter at Tony under Cat- underscore Catalina. And, you know, you can follow me, shoot me a message. Let's talk about this and talk about all the Cowboys. So have a great Monday. Enjoy the start of your week. It's Christmas time. Let's try to enjoy it. And let's hopefully the Cowboys are getting a win this week. And uh, we can all be happy about it. Have a good one. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.